Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. Today with another interview from an artist at the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Enjoy. And I'm joined by Adelaide artist Emily Smart, who is part of Little Two Eyes, who are, I guess, uh, launching their new EP, uh, All the Things I Never Told You and Why, at um, the 2012 Adelaide Fringe, with a gig at uh, the Grand Academy of Legado on March the 3rd. Um, Emily joins me online. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm great. How are you going? All right, thank you. Um, congratulations on the EP. It's um, six amazing tracks that you've uh, put together there. Um, how long has it taken you to get it all get it all happening? Uh, it's uh, been a fair while of putting it together. Um, we spent most of uh, the end of last year um, sort of recording the tracks, and um, we had a few setbacks. I was a bit sick for a while and had this like three month cough, which sort of um, made it hard to do the vocals near the end there. But um, yeah, no, it sort of um, probably took about. Um, I think we started in July actually to start tracking, mm-hmm. so it was a good six months getting it all together and. Um, getting the, the album ready, so it's it's taken a little while, but it's it's finally there, and we're happy with it. <laughs> and it's, it certainly sounds pretty amazing. Um, now, you've been on the Adelaide scene for a while. I think the last time I heard your name mentioned was when I was having a chat to Southie about uh, his EP launch, because I believe yep. you, you did a bit of guest vocal work on that uh, that EP. Yeah, and I still perform in Southie um, live as well, so sort of still ongoing. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Um, and so Little Two Eyes came about, how did that all come about? Because there's quite a number of you in the group. It's about, I think, uh, five of you in the group. Yeah, well, we've, we've, um, all of us have been playing together, well, particularly Matt uh, Hamish and I have been playing together for um, quite a number of years in other groups. Mm. Uh, Emily Smart and the Clever Girls was one of them, which was sort of my solo acoustic thing I was doing for a while, and also um, Elicit Eve, which was uh, sort of a rock pop act that was around from sort of 2000, um, 2001 to 2009. So, um, yeah, that, we've all kind of known each other for a while and have been playing on the scene for a while. Uh, and then uh, the two newies, my uh, cousin is um, is also joining us now. And she, she sort of started out doing a little bit of stuff with the Clever Girls as well, playing cello. And, um, yeah, now she's sort of doing a lot more backing vocals and we just sort of get her to do random synths and, um, percussion, whatever it sort of is called for, and um, we've just brought in a new drummer as well, um, who's uh, not been doing too much lately, but he just sort of more does percussion stuff. But yeah, so this is sort of his first big thing for a while um, on the original scene, and his name's Alex as well. So yeah, we've we've kind of been playing together for a while, but just not as this act, and um, we we kind of now lost track of what the question was. It was about the sound, and we we, uh, we I guess we sat down um, when we sort of decided to do this um, at the end of the Clever Girls. We had released a song that sort of took us a whole new direction. We decided that's what we wanted to do. Um, and so we sat down and brainstormed, like, the sounds that we really like. And we didn't feel like we were kind of getting that across in Andy Axe had done prior to that. So, um, yeah, it just seemed sort of right that we were actually starting to focus on sort of alternative and synth-heavy stuff because that's all what we all liked and we weren't really playing it so it, it was sort of like we were going against what we what we should have been doing all along so now this sort of feels really really right um, and uh, yeah just sort of coming from our I guess our sort of 90s um, background because um, most of us grew up sort of listening to sort of the shoegazer grunge alternative things sort of coming out um, and that's what we all 
still sort of aspire to. So that's that's where we're sort of headed with it. Nice, and it's it's certainly it's it's music that is would be very suited to kind of a almost a lazy summer afternoon, just having it on and listening to it because it's very kind of it's very easy to listen to, very easy track. Yeah, yeah, not hard rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely not hard rock, and um, it's 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 not too light though either. Um, it's sort of got I guess a dark quality to it in some respects, mm. um, but also a lightness. So it's. Yeah, we try, and I think that's something we aimed for, that it was to sort of have an explosive energy that could happen at any moment, but in general, it's sort of got this calming um, feeling, which I guess we try and go across a lot of emotion in what we do, and we do that with the music as well. Yeah, cool. Um, and uh, it says on the, the media release and talks about uh, the album, uh, the EP being uh, mixed and mastered by Kramer, Um Mm-hmm. who's an artist from Miami who worked on the brilliant uh, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon, Urge Overkill, um, from Pulp Fiction, uh, which is yeah. an amazing, amazing track, I think, uh, back yes. in the 90s. <laughs> um, how did how do you guys, I guess, track him down and get him to work on your album? Um, it was actually quite easy. <laughs> well, I guess at, it was actually started before we'd even, um, going back to what I was talking about before with the... Um, sitting down and deciding on the sound we wanted before we'd even sort of... And we, we had actually started workshopping the songs and things and um, we sort of went through, in that sort of phase of looking at what we wanted to do, we went through a, a lot of um, research on who we'd like to work with and what kind of sound we'd like them to help us bring to what we wanted to do. And he was one of the names that came up um, just from research and really just sent him an email and um, sent him... The, the song that we'd released um, that was sort of inspired our first um, move towards that sound and to see what he thought and see whether he'd be interested. And he wrote back pretty much straight away saying he really loved it and he didn't see why he couldn't work with us and we were quite chuffed about that. So, <laughs> um, I mean, there was obviously we did talk to a few people, um, um, but he was the one that seemed the most keen about it and uh, and we really liked what he'd done, obviously. So we were, it was sort of an equal that we both really enjoyed yeah. Wanting each other's work and wanted to work with each other, so it was yeah, it came about quite quite easily to some respect. Awesome. Um, and does that did that mean you had to go over to the US to record the album, or were you able to record it here and send all the tracks? No, we actually we actually tracked it here um, with uh, a local producer, Jared Payne, and he's brilliant as well. Um, and we've done done quite a few things with him over the years, and uh, so we were just we're in his little studio here tracking and. Then it was just a process of sort of sending stuff over and back and forth and talking and um, doing a lot of online sort of integration of things. So, um, yeah, it was sort of a complicated um, process in a way, but um, and a little bit, um, at first it was a bit scary because we'd never done anything like that. We'd always kind of been there for a lot of the mixing stuff and sitting there for hours and hours and hours while the mixer tweaks things and you sit there going, oh, yeah, maybe this, maybe that. Um, but we were just sort of getting things and then making comments on it and talking about it. But we didn't have to sit through all that sort of excruciating in some senses. Um, but also, in some ways, that's also something you really enjoy because it's like it's taking your baby away from you and you're not there to see it sort of <laughs> do all that growing. But um, So, yeah, it was it was kind of a hard process, and but also, I think, um, a good process for us and a different something different that we have never done before and so it came out really well yeah it certainly has um and how, how do you actually go about some of the nuts and bolts of i guess communicating with Kramer and going this is what i want out of the song do you have to sort of 
throw a whole lot of adjectives you can find in the thesaurus out there and go, you know, I want it more woody or more peachy or um, something. Do, how do you sort of... Yeah, that was kind of difficult. Um, it was difficult. Uh, we kind of... Um, I mean, I didn't want... We all decided we didn't want to give him too much direction at the beginning because um, he's, he's, he, he takes it as a creative process as well. Um, he, he, he even said himself he kind of considers himself part of the band why he's doing it. And, and so he takes a very creative role in what he does. And so we didn't want to push what we thought too much until we sort of heard what he would just get from it, hearing it raw without having any sort of connection to it beforehand. Um, and I think that worked um, really well. But there was also yeah, elements that we got, we got back from the first lot of mixes, I guess, and we were like, oh, okay. Some things were like, this is not anywhere where I thought it would go, but it's fantastic and other things were like oh we kind of wanted this to be more like this so then we yeah have to explain it and um it was sometimes hard to get that across without being there um because it's sometimes just small little things that you need to change and um and then you can just go too far or too little with them and it's still not quite there so um yeah it, it was difficult but it, yeah as i said before it came out really well in the end and we're all really happy with it yeah, cool, excellent. Um, and in terms of, I guess, some of the some of the structure of the songs you put out, um, it seems the vocal seems to have played quite an instrumental role in some of the music. It seems to just kind of float through the songs. Is that something that you you've kind of aspired to do with this album? Is something maybe different to what you've done before with as an acoustic performer? Yeah, definitely. I I think um, with the vocals and particularly um, we did lots of sort of um, Bella and I mixing a lot of harmonies together and um, making it very reverb wrench sort of sound. Um, so they did come become. I mean, I always consider the voice the voice as is an is, sorry it is an instrument, uh, but here it played much more of an instrumental role. I think as well, like not um, sort of not just doing the standard verse chorus sort of thing, just being where it needs to be and and, and creating the music itself as well within the vocal. Yeah, excellent. And um, you got a few gigs coming up. I think you're, uh, you've got the EP launch, as I said, as I said before, on March the third at the Grand Academy of Legato. Um, and you also got a supports gig um, with Our Eyes at uh, the Uni Bar on Feb twenty. Um, how did yeah. that come about? Um, it's hard to say. I guess we just sort of been playing around at um, uh, the. Uni asked us to play it. It's really as easy as that. But um, yeah, we really um, really love our lives, and I, I think that our sound sort of um, plays nicely in. And maybe they thought the the name of the bands worked well together as well. But um, yeah, I guess um, we're, we're sort of an up and coming band, and um, they look for up and coming bands to to play those sort of supports. So um, and the sounds definitely fit fit quite well. I think um, I think Allies is a great artist, and um, she's got that sort of dreamy sound with her vocals as well which um so i think our our two sounds will work really well together and that's i assume why we were selected mm. um i can only hope <laughs> um and then you're planning a lot of touring afterwards to kind of really get the album out there and get a whole lot of people interested in the group well that, that's definitely the plan um i think we'll probably aim for melbourne and sydney first obviously and then um we we would like to do some more um sort of rural stuff as well um uh, south australia and victoria um, but yeah, and, and eventually, yeah, um, uh, probably later in the year, I think we'd try and go for um, even wider scope touring than that. But at this point, it's just to sort of get the 
get the sound out there and get people knowing who we are. So it's um it's definitely um on the cards, but yeah, how it's sort of gonna teeter out over the whole whole year, I think. Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, you're already getting some play on Triple J and a few other radio stations as well, which is amazing and fantastic. Um, I hope everything goes really, really well. Um, for Little Two Eyes, the debut EP uh, comes out... Does it come out tomorrow on the 3rd of February or does it come out later? 3rd uh, of March. 3rd of March. March. Cool. Yeah. So, but um, you can get the single um, on Triple J on Earth um, that's just gone up, so you can download that for free. Yep. Um, and the rest of them will be available from the third. And the single that you've released is All the Things I Never Told You and Why, correct? No, that's, uh, that's, that's the name of the EP. The, uh, yes, the cycle, the cycle is the single. Yep, track one on the album. I quite, I'm looking forward to everyone hearing Picasso and Cut Me So Deep. They're my, two of my favourites on the, on the EP. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so I, think, <laughs> I think they just... I think they had a little bit of a harder edge a little bit to them and, yeah, really enjoyed listening to those ones. Um, yeah. But, yeah, everyone else can have a listen to that from March. Um, but for now, grab a look at uh, littletwoeyesband.com. That's a website address. Um, Facebook links and all sorts of others will be up on our Link Adelaide page, um, as will all the details of the EP launch on March the 3rd at the Grand Academy of Legato for the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Uh, Emily Smart is one of the five members of Little Two Eyes. Thank you very much for your time today and uh, hope the uh, EP goes really well. Thank you. For more on this show and 922 others, check our website, linkadelaide.com.au or you can find them all at adelaidefringe.com.au and for the latest news and info from Link Adelaide, be sure to like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Link Adelaide.